After Things is brought to you by Patreon.com slash Weird Things. Thank you for supporting this show. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome back to the After Things podcast. I'm Bryce Castillo, joined as always with Justin Robert Young. Hey, what's up? And Brian Brushwood. Yo, we should form a canyon. <laughs> That's right. This is uh, the more pod- than three podcasters is a canyon. <laughs> <laughs> I thought that was already called a podcast. Um, that uh, welcome to After Things. Welcome back to the show, all about being a creative professional, getting stuff done. I had a really great weekend, you guys. Go on. Because I made an app. What? Uh, No, 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 no. Last time I checked, uh, you have to pay somebody $5,000, and it's very difficult and very expensive to make an app. I checked on it. Must have been, I don't know, uh, uh, only 12 years ago. Well, I I did it myself. It did it did cost a little bit, but um, but no. Over the weekend, I um, ended up making this this little web app um, for Chord Killers. When I when I published Chord Killers, I had to make a lot of copy. Right, I have to make different versions of descriptions and you know titles and all sorts of stuff. I have to I have to make a lot of different types of text variations, and none of them they're all a little bit different. So I ended up making this this uh, with this JavaScript course I took, you know, earlier this year, which I didn't finish. I only got like a third of the way through. I was able to like make this whole thing. And so I can put in the episode numbers and I click a button and it fills it all in and it does everything that I need. For Dude, it. this is so cool. It's it's really awesome. And like it, it adjusts when there's a guest or even like the weirder stuff when like, oh, actually, spoiling time is not going to be a Monday or like the URL for the upload went screwy. So I need to change that part. Um and so, like, uh, it it was awesome. It only took about a day or day and a half or so, and and it was a lot of fun. Um, and and I think part of the reason why I did it is um, there is a uh, I don't even necessarily know what this is. I think this is like a policy book or something from Google. Um, but it's this really interesting uh, page called Eliminating Toil, which is all about like um, I think this is for Google's like site reliability team so the people who like make sure google is always up you know um and they talk about toil do you guys think about toil when it comes to like your workflow no when you, when you say toil you mean just uh, the tedium of doing stuff that that you know working in the salt mines kind of thing well um they actually they actually just describe toil in in this article it's not just the things you don't like to do but it's things that are that are often manual, repetitive, things that could be automated. There are some things of toil that you just have to do, right? Like having um, pager alerts for for these guys, they need to have to always be available. Um, but basically the idea of like extra work you don't, you do not need to do. And when you do it, it's not good. It's not fun or, or like overhead. It, you might think of it as like overhead work, right? I, I, I kind of feel like a, a good voice. Would you want to chime in on this, John? <laughs> All right, because John John is is very much in this in this field. So you go ahead oh, and yeah. take my mic here. Joining kick and horse in Canyon Enterprises. <laughs> Thanks the for the master ta- of toil. Thanks himself. for the tag in, Justin. Yeah, thanks hey. for joining us, John Teasdale, everybody. Uh, uh, so 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 uh, what 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 are some of the things that you think of when you think of toil? Like like how do you define it? In uh, in software engineering, so that that is I think why Justin tagged me in is I am a <laughs> 
uh, software engineer by training and practice. Mm. Um, I have 10 years of experience at some of the big Bay Area tech companies. Um, actually, several of the first ones you'd think of. Oh, wow. When, uh, when you hear um, tech. And I like to think that my entire job is just making information easier to access to other people. Like the entire job of a software software engineer is just making uh, talking to computers easier mm. um, and all of the things that surround that. So I believe that at every level of software engineering, um, you are forming easier and easier and easier abstractions for regular people in order to leverage technology. So really everything we do is reducing toil. Is so reducing so toil. In, in the pre-industrial era, <clears throat> reducing toil looked an awful lot like getting labor Mm -hmm. whether by ethical or unethical means, uh, somebody who is not you to do a lot of stuff, uh, you know, like I have an idea for a pyramid. I don't want to be the one to move the blocks. Sure, um, or inventing gears or levers. Right, and then, then we get to the industrial revolution, and now we're going through a phase where, uh, if not artificial intelligence, then at the very least, uh, uh, computing power is able to, to, to automate uh, a bunch of the, just the, you know, copy, paste, because uh, uh, I assume that's a lot of what you were doing before on the cord killers posting. Exactly. Uh, they would be, most of that time would be find, doing a lot of finding and replacing and, and it's very error prone, right? If I make a mistake, then it, it tends to cascade because I am still putting it in with this, you know, automated thing. So now, now at least, you know, I've got the tools to fix stuff and reduce, reduce some of that toil, right? It's stuff that kind of has to be done, but is being done the long way because that's simpler, but not necessarily because it's easier because it's very difficult to put a tool to get together like this. But now I have it and now it's way easier. That's true. In fact, I think the mark of a very good software engineer is being able to recognize what problems are worth the initial investment in developing a custom tool for um because a lot of my a lot of my close engineering friends uh you would be very surprised at how much these like brilliant minds waste their time i believe that uh the invention of linux probably did <laughs> more damage to the net GDP of humanity than anything else. Uh, is, is that because you could get lost? And this is something Richard Feynman would talk about. He, he regarded computers in general, and we're talking all the way back to punch card days, as gizmos that offered too much distraction uh, for all of the potential that they had to do great calculations quickly. Uh, there was this deep, alluring siren song of like yeah but you can also tinker around a bit and come up with ideas and then it ends up being a net negative for you getting the job done because you're off playing in but now i could and if, if i figured out no. how to subnest this but then exactly. but then you get into a faster horse argument like yeah we could make a car but we can just breed faster horses i mean we've got to build a car now but now cars are commodities you know, but, but, sure. but, but, but i right. guess to, uh, specifically to the question of linux is that is that the spirit of that or or it is in the it is in the um you have all of these kind of like great minds um these great like like thinkers and builders um and they are spending the majority of their time um twiddling with linux settings mm -hmm. um to like make sure to like set up a media server <laughs> i think in fact, I have, I have a, one of my very, very good friends um, spent nine months programming a media server uh, that 
he just lists all of the shows that he wants and then it watches them it watches the torrents for when they become available and then automatically downloads them and categorizes them and like marks them when they've played and and can stream across multiple devices and this was nine months of work from uh, a person I, I i would imagine he what? he made more money than me at the time so if you imagine like you know two hundred and fifty thousand dollars worth of of hours engineering man productivity. hours well, and, uh, and he never watches tv and the worst the worst part is <laughs> is that it seductively feels like you're doing something good uh yes. the entire time uh when i uh, was first starting off, I quit my day job and I got into magic in a pre-internet era when you couldn't book a gig over email. Uh, one very effective way is to send out postcards and then get uh, phone calls back or whatever. And there was some part of me that deeply adored that one moment that I got a brand new batch of postcards and I knew, ooh, this could be three to four hours where I, I mean, I, I have to stamp all of these and put labels on all these and I get to watch a movie while I'm doing it. Look at me, I'm working, I'm mm -hmm. working. Yeah. And, uh, and, and ultimately, you know, that did matter for productivity in the long run, but I suspect that that, that was a, a fake out I was pulling on myself the entire time in terms of maximizing productivity. Um, I guess it, it, it really depends on like what you, what you want to do. I do believe, um, Bryce, to your point, like that's that what you built there is a great tool oh. um, because that is something that you do all the time. Like this, this will be like it's 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 once or, or multiple times a week that you have to go through this. Yeah. Um, it's not something that looks like it will require a lot of maintenance down the road. Um, it doesn't depend on like like, uh, for example, um, when you said you you built an app, my immediately thought was a, my immediate thought was a mobile app. And mm. I think when people think about building mobile apps, they think, oh, great. You know, um, like digital is such an amazing thing. Um, because with physical products, you make it and then you have to continue to make them mm. and then you have to store them somewhere and then you have to ship them somewhere. Um, and then if you're not super familiar with software release life cycles, you think, oh, with an app, I just build it and then I can sell it forever. Um, however, that's never the case because every single time iOS updates, your app breaks. Yeah. And, uh, and now you have to go back in, reinvest time into this app that now is a year behind uh, on all of the different library updates that you've used. And it actually becomes a huge, huge drain yeah. on, uh, on your like forward, your, your, your resources ongoing. Um, and if you stop working on it, um it could be everything falls apart you don't yeah. it's not like with a physical product where you at least still have the thing that you have already made like everything is gone yeah and and that was the goal with this right like this is just html and javascript so like this is not gonna if this breaks then chrome has got to be broken yes um and so and so that was the goal right is like being very purpose driven and and even now like the thing i'm excited about with this now is uh, is there's still ways I can build on top of it, right? So instead of just giving you one big text field with all of the text that I need, it can give me individual fields for the different places that I'm going to copy and paste stuff any anyway to, or whatever. I can find a way to actually make it save a text file, or or you know, it, it, it's not the end just because it's like uh, doing the thing I was already doing, but faster. Um, and and. So that's what I'm excited about. 
um, and and partly because it is cutting through a bit of toil. Uh, what I really like, and I don't know how much of this was uh, front of mind as you were designing it, is that this helps you out in two fronts. Number one, it saves Bryce time. So Bryce doesn't have to do the tedium that he has to do every single week to post cord killers thing. Yeah. But also it reduces that friction for when Bryce wants to take a week off, somebody exactly. else could step in and they don't have to understand why this works. They just have to know that it works. Exactly. And all of a sudden somebody who, uh, uh, you know, cause when John was filling in for you, John grew a deep appreciation for the level of just nested. And then you got it. And then you got it. And then right. you got it and make sure this is set up the same as that. this one likes it this way. This one likes it that way right. to have all of that work done frees up you to be able to, to jump off onto other projects uh, with very little friction to the rest of the business. That, that's exactly what it is. And also. another another reason that this is like a good, I, I would say that this is a, a perfect example of, uh, of the, you know, methodology and theory of like the reducing toil, because this tool was built for a purpose. Exactly. Like you did not go in and like, like try to like brighten it up with CSS. You didn't try to make it look like, uh, <laughs> it's a, you know, web 2.0. This is just straight, like get to the point MVP. Text. Yeah, let's exactly. make it work. And then to your point, you can, you can improve it. You can improve it if you like, but it is useful as is. Right. And, and even that progression of getting to an MVP, like this is, you know, the one, Point one version of this like originally this was just a web page where you would go and you would edit the javascript file and you would make the the object for the different elements be whatever it's supposed to be and then you load the page and it's done but um even even adding that bit of interactivity which was a, a probably half of the time like to take it from this thing that took a javascript script and made one piece of text into now i have these text fields and how do they interact with each other and all um uh, there was also just fun in that. Like I, I like, I, I had a really good time doing it. Um, but does it support gifts? <laughs> uh, I, no reason it can't. I, I mean, yeah, you can put a but gift. But does it right somewhere. now? Okay, I mean, that's, specifically that's, that's, that yeah, dancing baby, that though. I mean, America can you just success <laughs> and you get the dancing baby? And, well, and I think one of the big challenges will be if we have a show title with like emojis in it, or if we find some, you know, finding new weird ways to break it. Like initially you know, uh, some of these things at the bottom, these things that I, you know, mostly will never use didn't work. And I didn't notice cause I wasn't like testing it cause I don't do it very often, but, um, I don't know. It was just, the whole thing was, was a blast to do. Well, and, uh, man, what, what a gift to yourself and also what an exciting development that, you know, cause if it works for this, it'll something similar is going to work for, for a great night and something similar is going to work for, sure. for this show and so on. Um, it's a, uh, it's a, it's a shining example of, of, of systematizing stuff to, to make it a one button publish. And I also believe Brian has now, now provided a great example to Bryce to keep his mouth shut. About oh, no, no, no. no. Uh, first of all, these, these are all, these are all things I very specifically named a bunch of things that Bryce has to do anyway. So it's Bryce who gets the benefit of all of these. That's true. 
Um, but yeah, like oh, Brian's like wow, what apps don't cost five thousand dollars price? Oh, could you design an app that just sort of like figures out who's talking on VMix and then just cuts the camera over to them? I've had this idea for never heard of anything like that. New social media, this new social media app, new social network, Sunshine.io. But but what was great about it is is that you know I. I've talked about doing the, this JavaScript course on on this show many of many times, and I didn't even finish that course. I got like about a third of the way through and got most of the basics, and that was all I needed to get to this. You know, I could look back on my reference material, and I could you know Google stuff like most everybody else does when they're when they're doing code. Um, and so like the 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 hurdle you're if you're trying to get into this or trying to start anything doesn't have to be. What, how do I start a mobile app? How do I make a game in Unity? How do I do all these big, big, big things where even just doing like the overhead of getting an app, getting a developer license, getting whatever, um, there are simple things you can do and get you started. Like this is just basic HTML and JavaScript. It's not going to wow anybody, I don't think, but it's, but it's like very materially valuable and I had a good time doing it. So, um, you know, if, if, if you're thinking that, that, I don't know, your knowledge or your education might not be enough. Uh, I'd say get started and, and build out the things based on what you, you know, when you say, oh, well, uh, I've got this project here. I need to make it save a text file. How do I even do that? Well, now you have something that you can uh, target with your, with you know, your, your research and education. That is a very good point. Like if you can understand the rules to a board game, you can learn how to program and like mm -hmm. the best programmers just know the rules to the mo more board games like they they are more familiar with the landscape uh the basic skills are always the same mm. um and then it's just like figuring out how to stick libraries that other people have made together it's 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 plumbing it's you're doing you're doing plumbing for data uh, which is why I recommend um, Human Resource Machine or uh, 7 Billion Humans, which are these like programming games. And so you're learning programming concepts, but you're not getting stuck with coding or, you know, syntax stuff. You know what? I bet uh, because my uh, the same eight year old that I was talking about, she's about to be nine uh, that mm. I was talking about with uh, watching Star Wars for the first time. She's already doing a, a, a code blocks type thing and, and, and each block fits in to do a thing. She's already making side scrollers and all that. And it shows the JavaScript elements on there. Oh, nice. Um, uh, uh, I'll, I'll, I'll bet she's about ready for stuff like, uh, uh, both this and, and, you know, I'm a big fan, I guess I'll make my pick uh, dragon box, which is a way to learn algebra without ever learning algebra. It's quite simply, there's a dividing line and you have different, uh, cubes that do different things. And and before you know it, you're you're uh, uh, figuring out how to uh, uh, you know uh, do algebra. It's amazing. Wow, that's pretty cool. Um, yeah, uh, 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 there and there are a lot of programming games like this. If that's something that interests you, whether it's Human Resource Machine, there's um, uh, 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 oh Zachtronics, I believe, is the company that makes a bunch of them. There, there's a lot of ways to kind of get started with with um, you know the concepts. Like I think I've mentioned before, I went into that JavaScript course having played these games, and so I knew a lot of the concepts. But that meant I could just focus on okay, then here's how you execute them. Here's here's the way that you write them so that you're doing the same thing right. that you already know. Mm -hmm. You're like, uh, oh wait, these words equal that green squiggly key looking yeah. thing. Yeah, this exactly. is this yeah. is the grammar uh, that makes the box. Yeah. And, and it's a little freeing to kind of break out of the game too, right? With a lot of these games, they give you like, okay, these are only the tools that you have for this. 
where when you're kind of really doing it, you have you you you're open. You know, you have as much memory or uh, 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 SDKs and code commands, functions, everything kind of at your fingertips. So uh, very cool. Uh, well, that's that's a little bit I had. Um, I'll have the, I'll have a link to this Toil article in the show notes. I think it's I think it's a really good read, even if it is like specifically designed for Googlers who work on keeping systems up 100 percent of the time. I think there's a lot of really good information there. Um, uh, yes, and I'll, I'll I'll back your play. I'll I'll vouch for uh, human resources and and Dragonbox. I like them. I like them both. Well, like Justin, I actually just finished Squid Game. Mm. Um, that I thought that was 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 really fun. I really liked the style of it, and uh, I liked the ending, um, which was you know something that like the ending I actually didn't see coming. So that was nice. Um, mm. So yeah, I nice. think uh, I think. I'll I'll just throw another throw another thumbs up on that one. <laughs> well, uh, the good news is that if you're wrong, you only have all of the rest of the world on your team. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> Alrighty, well, I think that'll do it for after things here today. Any any other last thoughts? No, dude. It's been after. It's been after. Club hopes you have enjoyed this broker. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>